My name is Rebecca. I'm here with Keto Assistant. And this month we're focusing on one of my favorite topics, which is fasting. Fasting is one of those tools that a lot of people are afraid of. And I was too at first. I thought it was unhealthy and I thought it just sounded miserable, to be honest. But as I have moved on through my keto journey, I have come to embrace fasting as one of my absolute most favorite tools because I can get the results that I want and eat the foods that I want in moderation, of course, merely by changing the timing of my eating, by affecting the timing of when I eat and when I don't eat. It allows me a lot more freedom with what I eat, which if you know me, I love food. I really love food quite a bit. And so if I can use a tool like fasting that lets me eat more of what I want to eat just by timing when I eat it, sign me up for that. As we talked about last week though, I didn't jump in just right off the bat with doing huge fasts. I kind of moved my way into it. And as we discuss here later in this episode, I will give you specific tips on how to do that, how to ease into fasting. But before we get into how to move into fasting, you have to kind of know what fasting is. But generally speaking, fasting is some sort of eating restriction. And depending on how strict you want to be is what kind of rules you will follow. So there are some people that say, hey, you can only drink water. That is what a true fast is. And so those are people who are like diehard. That's it. That's the only thing that's going to count. Other people say, well, you can drink water or you could drink black coffee or black tea, like no sweeteners, no creamers. And then there are other people who are like, oh, well, you can have some broth. You can have this. You can have that as much as there can be a universal uh, rule or guideline for fasting when people have such differing opinions. But for most people, they consider keeping your calories under 50. So anything under 50 calories is okay. Now, even with that kind of rule or guideline, some people differ on what you can eat within that 50 calories. Now, if you eat anything with very much fat, it's not gonna take very much to get you over that 50 calorie threshold. But um, one thing that a lot of people tend to agree on is, hey, if you're fasting, try to stay away from inflammatory foods. And that might include like dairy or nuts or eggs. Now, again, those have high fat content, so you're not going to be able to consume much of them, if any, you know, and keep under that 50 calorie thing. Don't be putting butter in your coffee, basically. Avoiding those things that can have an inflammatory response. Because as we talked about last week, one of the goals is kind of giving your GI system a rest and a reset. And so keeping out inflammatory foods can help you do that. Also, most people tend to agree, hey, let's not do solid foods. Let's only do liquids. So that's why we're sticking with black coffee, black tea, water, and like not eating solid foods. So giving your body a rest from digesting solid foods is also kind of goes within fasting. Now there are other people who will eat a little bit of nuts or a little bit of cheese. Those are solid foods and can be inflammatory. Again, this is what you make of it. And people have varying ideas of what fasting is and varying goals. So I always point you to your goals. Look back at your goals before you decide which form of fasting to pick. But for all intents and purposes, we're going to say, hey, let's stay liquid, no solid food. Let's avoid inflammatory things like dairy and let's keep it under 50 calories. So that's kind of my definition of like what my daily fast would be. We'll talk next week about different kinds of uh, daily fasts, different hours that you eat and um, don't eat. And we'll talk about the pros and cons of those and how people use those differently. So make sure you come back next week and we'll cover that. But for this week, we're talking about fasting only liquid and whatever time frame that you want and under 50 calories during your fasting zone or your non-eating zone. So good news for those of you who like to drink ketones. These are 50 calories or less. So you can definitely drink your ketones during your fast, which I do every day. So I typically don't eat breakfast and I eat my lunch on the later end because I do tend to eat later at night for dinner. So 
for me, I have that fasting window from evening when I stop eating until mid-afternoon when I finally eat, but I am drinking my ketones during that. Okay, so th this is just ketones that you shake up and drink. If you want more information, I'll put a link in the description and you can check this out. This, this is actually how I got started with my whole keto journey, not just with fasting, but just in general, because drinking this puts me into ketosis regardless of what I may have eaten, when I may have eaten it. So I get the benefits of ketosis. I get the benefits of ketones going through my body. So I have better appetite control, better focus, better energy, which in turn helps me make better choices throughout the day when I do break my fast. So it's pretty awesome. So getting started with fasting. Well, here's a, here's a tip. Drink ketones. This will keep your hunger at bay. Makes it a lot easier for you to extend your non-eating window and you'll feel great energy, great focus. And you like can drink something like strawberry peach. I had another one here that was one of the newer ones. Let me see if I can grab it. Put stuff on my desk over here. Or pudding pop, like chocolate pudding pop. There are all kinds of flavors. But this is probably number one recommendation for starting fasting because if you were like me and you love food and you thought about food all the time, oh, I knocked something off. Having something that you can drink that keeps you from feeling hungry and from having those cravings for carbs, starches, sugars, it's key, right? Because I can keep going. I taught uh, two exercise classes today. I've got another one tonight and I didn't eat anything before I went to my exercise classes. And actually I only drank part of my ketones. It's just a great tool. And so to me, that's a really easier way to slip into a fasting routine because it gives you that extra help of not being hungry. So you're not tempted to break your fast early. Something else that I think is really, really huge is decreasing your reliance on carbs in general and increasing your reliance on fat in your diet. What does that mean? That means eating more of a keto diet than the standard American diet. So the standard American diet is like almost all carbs, a little bit of protein, hardly any fat. Keto diet's pretty much opposite of that, right? Like high healthy fat, moderate amount of protein and very minimal carbs. So if you're eating a standard American diet, that makes you hungry all the time. That's where I was several years ago where I would eat something high in carbs, I'd get an immediate rush, then I would crash, then I'd have to eat something else. So I was constantly thinking about food, constantly eating or planning to eat. And I was on that carb roller coaster because I would get the sugar rush and then I would crash, sugar rush and crash. So if you're trying to use fasting as a tool, it's much easier on you both mentally and physically if you aren't ruled by a carb addiction. It just kind of makes sense, right? If you're trying to extend your non-eating window, trying to go longer without eating, if you are already using fat for fuel, we know that fat burns more slowly and gives you energy for longer. So you are gonna feel full longer. So if you're eating a diet that's higher in fat and lower in carbs, it's gonna be much easier for you to go without eating for longer periods of time. So that would be a great tip is make sure that you're already adjusting your diet to be lower in carbs, higher in fat. It's just gonna make fasting so much easier. A lot of people find when they start eating that way, if they pay attention and don't just eat out of habit, which can be hard to do, you know, you see, oh, it's noon, it's time to eat lunch. Oh, it's 10 o'clock, that's when I always have my little snack. If you aren't ruled by your habits and you listen to your body, when you're eating a higher healthy fat diet, you're not gonna be hungry as often. So it's gonna be easier to extend your non-eating window. So start changing your diet. Doesn't have to be full on keto, but just incorporating more healthy fats, reducing the amount of carbs, making sure the carbs that you do eat are more like the leafy green kind of carbs versus the donut-y kind of carbs, okay? So if you're eating in a healthier manner with higher healthy fat, 
you're going to find it's a very complimentary thing to add in fasting. And it's not going to be nearly as hard for you as it would just go on cold turkey from eating carbs basically 24-7 than trying to not eat for 12, 14, 16, 18 hours. That, that's much harder. I promise you. I promise you. So switching your diet is, is key. Um, drinking ketones, also huge. Keeping that appetite at bay. Keeping those cravings at bay. And also just thinking about kind of gradually increasing your non-eating window. So if you had told me right off the bat, hey, you need to do a 24-hour fast, I probably would have throat punched you and said, I don't know who you think you're talking to, but I'm not doing that. That does not sound fun. But if you typically eat breakfast at 8.30 or 9 in the morning, could you push it to 9 or 10? You know, could you push it just a little bit? Even 15 minutes. Maybe you push it 15 minutes in the morning and you wait 15 minutes longer to eat. And then at night, you cut off your eating 15 minutes earlier. Or maybe you do 30 minutes or maybe an hour. Just some little change, and you can change it on both ends, both when you stop eating and when you start eating. Just keep moving, though, so that your eating window gets smaller and your non-eating window gets larger. The great thing about fasting is that you kind of already do it when you sleep, right? The very name of the first meal of the day for most people is breakfast. Break fast. You're breaking your fast as you've slept. Unless you are a sleep eater, like a sleepwalker, a sleep eater, you've not been eating during the night when you're asleep. And so break, breakfast is when people have traditionally broken their fast in the morning. So if you can just break your fast a little bit later, right? Maybe have some coffee without creamer or sugar or drink some ketones. See if you can push that window back a little bit. You can still eat breakfast. Just try to eat it a little later, okay? If you don't want to give up breakfast, just push it back a little bit later. Maybe you can get to the point where you can do without breakfast at all. For me, fasting is a lot easier if I'm really busy. So I get up, I drink some water, I shake up my ketones, I head off to the gym. I'm busy, I'm working out, I'm driving to and from different gyms. I'm not thinking about food, I'm just out and about my day. So if you're busier and occupied, sometimes that can help you extend your fasting window without it being so hard. If I were just sitting at home, twiddling my thumbs, not doing anything, guess what? I'm going to get bored and I'm going to walk into the kitchen and I'm going to open the pantry or the fridge and I'm probably going to grab something to eat. Is that you? I mean, that's me. I'm just being totally honest here. That can happen. You know, you get bored or you get emotional or whatever, and you just look for something to eat. So if you are new to fasting, really good idea to make sure you're busy. And if you typically eat snacks while you're watching TV at night and you're trying to extend that fasting window by cutting off when you eat at night a little bit earlier, I mean, at first it might just be better just to go on to bed. Just go on to bed. Go to bed earlier. You probably need some extra sleep. Because if you try to stay awake and you're watching TV, you're like, huh, this is about when I get a bowl of ice cream or I typically have a bowl of chips or I'd like to make some popcorn, right? Those habits, hey, you're associating watching TV, relaxing and eating. You might need to break that. And a good way to break that is just to, hey, I'm going on to bed because you can't eat while you're sleeping. So just constantly try to move your eating window and make it smaller so that your non-eating window is larger. And you can just do that incrementally pushing back when you eat your first meal of the day and bringing back like when you stop eating. So if you normally stop eating at 10 o'clock at night, move it back to nine. If you do okay with that, maybe move it back to 8.30. You're still okay. Maybe in a few days, you can move it back to eight and you can keep moving that back as you keep pushing in the morning when you don't eat. And maybe you can get to the point where you don't need breakfast. Breakfast was never a huge deal for me as in like I didn't super love breakfast and like 
generally I didn't want to be bothered by trying to cook or prepare something. But I always thought that breakfast was the most important meal of the day because that's what we've been taught. So that part was kind of hard for me to let go. I felt like, oh, I'm going to the gym. I need energy. I need food. Um, guess what, Rebecca? I got some fat rolls here. I got a little bit of fat storage. I got some storage. I got some storage of some energy that I can use at the gym. I don't have to put more food in my mouth. I got it right here. So your body's designed to go without eating. That's why we have the capacity to store energy, store that fuel for later in our fat cells. And what's really nice is when you break down your own fat for fuel, the byproduct of that is ketones. That's why they call it a ketogenic diet. Because if you eat higher fat, lower carbs, you are burning fat for fuel that you eat. And then if you don't eat more calories than you burn and or you go through fasting periods, your body turns to its own fat for fuel, breaks that down and still releases ketones. And then you get all the wonderful benefits of ketones. Those are my tips for you getting started. Try to start changing your diet to a healthier diet, leaning more on high healthy fat moderate protein, lower carb. That's going to make it much easier for you to extend your non-eating window. Also, consider drinking ketones. This is huge for me. I have not missed a day in drinking these in six and a half years. I'm not lying. Like if you come to my house, I have a whole section of my pantry that is full of different flavors of these. My husband and I drink them every day. I drink them twice a day, sometimes three times a day, depending on how much I have going on and what I'm eating. And, you know, am I on the road? Am I busy? Whatever. But this has been huge for me. So if that's something you're interested in, look into it. I'll uh, post a link below where you can get some more information. Also, think about changing your window little increments at a time, moving both ends, meaning pushing off when you eat your first meal till later in the day, and then bringing back or retracting when you stop eating at night. You can adjust that by 10 minutes each way, 15, 30, an hour. Just don't feel like you have to jump right into fasting, okay, where you're fasting a huge amount of time. We want to set you up for success because we know if you have a little success with a smaller fast, hey, guess what? You feel encouraged, you feel successful. You're like, well, next time maybe I'll push it an hour, okay? And we'll gradually help you extend that non-eating window so that you can experience all the benefits of fasting. So I hope this has been helpful. Make sure you come back next week because we're gonna talk about the different types or styles of fasting because there are some different non-eating windows and different like cycles or patterns that you can get into. And then you can find the one that's right for you. That's it for now. We hope you enjoyed watching that video as much as we enjoyed making it. If you did, give us a thumbs up. Also, check out these other great videos we've made for you. And if you want more of that great keto content, be sure to subscribe to our channel and hit that bell so that you get notified of all of our new videos.